0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the British Royal Fanatic Podcast. I'm Hayden, your American friend with a passion for British Royal history. If you enjoy royal media in addition to current events and history within the British Royal family, then you have found your home. Be sure to hit that subscribe button, be sure to hit that bell icon down below so you can stay up to date on all things happening here on the channel, on the podcast. Prince Harry's plan is not going according to how he originally intended, in my opinion. And today, I'm going to try to explain why. Now, keep in mind, this is just my opinion. But as I've been moving and transitioning into new job, new state, new, all that fun stuff, I've been really keeping an eye on things. I haven't been active on social media, but I've really been keeping an eye on things. And per the paradox that is Prince Harry, he is yet again being very vulnerable in the public. He's being very open with his past, his experiences, his truth, which is his truth. He's allowed to do that. But in my opinion, his long game isn't going according to how he had planned. And today, we're going to kind of talk a little bit about things and how, in my opinion, I don't really think things are going to go how he had intended. Before we get into things things today, all links to socials and show notes are going to be down in the description box down below. And let me know before we get into to the minutiae of today, do you think Harry's going about this the, the the right way too? Do you think he's going the right way to reconcile with them by being so vulnerable? Or do you think it's only going to make things worse? Let me know down below. I'd love to hear what you have to say. Before we get into things too far, there's something that I at least want to acknowledge right out of the gate before we talk about it, before we talk about this, aside from the fact that this is just my opinion. But of course, I am an American. I am not a citizen of the United Kingdom. Therefore, there are some nuances with the culture and with the royal family that I 100% will not fully be able to grasp simply because I don't live over there. They aren't my royal family. I am just a historian. I am just a content creator. I am just an academic that really enjoys talking and sharing about all this. But I understand there are some nuances about the royal family that I will not fully understand and fully be able to grasp simply because i do not live over there i haven't fully been immersed fully immersed in the culture i do try to do my research and look up things to get a good understanding but of course there are some things that i just will not be able to fully grasp that being said so our first point today the paradox that is prince harry what do i mean by that prince harry has said multiple times in cited his feelings and also his own experiences That he doesn't like the media. He doesn't like the power the media has. He doesn't like the relationship the royal family and the media have. He doesn't like how intrusive they are. And he doesn't like how much attention he gets in the media. So we already have that point over here. He also still to this day holds them responsible for the death of his mother, Diana, Princess of Wales. And he's had a lot of really invasive experiences that he talks about in his book Spare, where, you know, they got a little too close and he almost got really hurt. So his feelings over here are justified. He doesn't like the media. William is in the exact same boat. He really has some of these similar resentments, shared trauma. We acknowledge that. But over here, he's being incredibly vulnerable in the public. He's sharing these very personal, dirty laundry, so to so to speak, about the royal family recently. And really in the past few years, that... Is in a way, he's trying to reclaim his voice, reclaim who he is in the media, and start to carve his own way and really forge his own relationship with them. Cool, great, love that. But the media that you don't like gets clicks from you and gets clicks from your stories, your experiences the information you give sells stories so then you get unwanted attention that you don't like that you're openly against but then you talk to them more which then gives them the fuel to start printing papers and stuff because you get clicks that then make it's this vicious cycle that i call the paradox of prince harry where he is really vulnerable in the public but also says he doesn't like this 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 attention but i I have a, in my opinion, I have a theory as to why he's being so vulnerable in the public. My theory, my opinion here is he's trying to, in many ways, strong arm the royal family, especially, you know, King Charles III and his brother, you know, the Prince of Wales, into actually sitting and listening to him. He's clearly very hurt. He's been through all of these negative experiences. He wants to be heard. He wants to... know, be validated by them, but in my opinion, he's going about it the the wrong way, and it's only going to further hinder any sort of reconciliation, anything in the immediate future, and possibly down down the line. Why do I think that? Let's look objectively here at a few things that, 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 that have been going on. They left in early 2020. It is now early 2023. They've been away from being a working member of the royal family for a few years now. In that time, we've had a countless series of things that have, that, that have happened where there's been a similar narrative. We've had the Oprah inter- interview. We've had his various press and inter- interviews with his book, his book. We've had Megan's podcast, Megan's interviews, their Netflix docu-series. There's been a whole lot of media that's come out where, aside from highlighting things that they want to highlight and talk about, they do come back to their treatment within the royal family. What are some things that they have experienced in the royal family? Aside from mistreatment in the media, feeling like they've been thrown to the wolves as a sacrificial lamb, there's been allegations of racism, there's been allegations of, you know, mistreatment, not being fully educated, not really getting what they need, being silenced, uh, not asking for help, but then not getting it, and ultimately not feeling like they were supportive, not feeling like they had what they needed to succeed. Their mental health was was, was declining. It was a toxic relationship. These are things we've all heard. We've all heard before. They keep talking about it to keep it in the media to, no, in some ways, because it's something that gets people's attention, but they sort of use that as a platform to then talk about other things that they're very serious about, mental health being one of them. In Prince Harry's book, Spare, he goes into a lot more detail about things that have really happened behind closed doors. Camilla is now painted and is depicted as really this sort of Disney wicked stepmother where she's made alleged, keyword alleged, deals with the media to sell stories about no Harry in order to make herself look better with positive press over here. There was the the anecdote about Harry and William coming together to ask Charles to not marry her. There is, of course, the countless stories of drugs that he's done. Really long time he spends talking about in Afghanistan and really getting a good idea of his wars, about what he did during uh, his, two, uh, his few tours that were there. But ultimately, he really starts to get really personal about you know, fights he's had with William, disagreements he's had with his, with, with, with his family. And ultimately, it's not going well for him. And in my opinion, it's not really going to be well for him for a myriad of reasons first reason he's going directly against the mantra of the royal family that's been here for the past few centuries that is never complain never explain at first it was a thought of this is how we keep our personal stuff out of the out of the press out of the media so we can you know keep these two things separate but also that as we've learned in harry's book carries on very much internally and now the what diana talked about in her 1992 book and her 95 panorama interview and now harry has been talking about is the actual real realness of being in the house of windsor cold distant people don't really understand there's a lot of hot tempers and a lot of really tricky personalities there's not very positive communication and in Up until recently, people really didn't think too much about mental health issues, and if people really needed help, oh, let's just ride this wave out, oh, this misbehavior, let's just ride this wave out, they'll figure it out, and they'll come back and settle down, when in reality, that didn't happen. Do you sort of see that similar behavior with... You know, the marriage between Charles and Diana, the marriage between Sarah Ferguson and Prince Andrew, we then have, you know, the wildness that the young royals tend to have, well, they'll just figure it out, they'll settle down eventually, because then there's of course still the alleged affairs, keyword alleged affairs, that Prince William had, the, apparently the really big tension between Catherine and William, Harry in his party days all the way up to when Zara got a tongue ring and her tongue pierced. He's going directly against the biggest fundamental things. He's being very public about his story and his mistreatment when royals in the in actually wrapped up in there do not do that. So in a way, he's in my opinion, he's doing the you're not going to listen to me, you're not going to talk, we're we're, we're not going to work this through okay, now I'm going to be really vulnerable in public now. I'm going to talk about this all the time until you actually sit down and talk to me about it. It was a source of annoyance for me for a while and actually a source of my, my mother, actually. My mother over the Christmas holiday when it would come up in the news about Harry and Meghan and she would just shout. She'd be in the kitchen across the house and she would just scream, you know, when will this stop? I'm tired of hearing about this. But in my opinion, that's possibly part of his larger plan. We're not going to talk about it. You're not going to listen to me. You're not going to. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner. Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it. That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to do's Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24 seven in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at Bank slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA member FDIC. Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on a whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days Inn, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Validate me? Cool. Now I'm going to keep talking about this in the public until you actually do. I'm going to put you in a position now and try to get the public to listen to so where we have to listen now so that I fully, fully shut up. And that's not really going according to his plan. When we look objectively at the approval ratings that the uh, yougov.co.uk does, Harry has, in the last quarter of 2022, Harry did ultimately, you know, rise in his approval rating, but Meghan is still right there at the bottom with Prince Andrew directly underneath her and as the least popular royals. Harry got back into the top 10, but for the longest time those three were at the very bottom when polled with the with UK people. And those are the people he really needs to win over. Over here in America, I guess there is the aptly named Sussex squad that, you know, come to his aid and come to his Megan's support, which is totally fine. You know, you not here to to, to to critique them because, girl, they have found me a few times and they have tried to gather me like a ponytail. But the people of the UK still have this idea in this still the mindset, especially when it comes to Megan, of, you know, we don't, we, we don't like you. We don't want you here. If you want to go to California, go. We're not going to stop you. We don't want you here. Harry's been so vulnerable in the public. He's been talking about his truths, his experiences, one of the things that I that I at least acknowledge is that at least he's moderately self-aware is in the book. He you know, talks about a story where apparently uh, Diana was in Paris to buy him an Xbox, but the Xbox didn't come out until the early 2000s. So this was 97. So how was that? How was that possible? He then openly acknowledges that, you know, because of, you know, I'm I'm summarizing here. The trauma that I've experienced, you know, my memory isn't really the best anymore when it comes to going back to, you know, these really traumatic times of my life, which is very true. Memory, having no false memories or different memories. I've gone to therapy for that, too, to try to work through in my own trauma. So that I, I can't really critique him too hard for. But he has an uphill battle because of that, as he has been brandished a liar in the public. People have gone through his book, gone through interviews, gone through things, and then looked objectively at history, gone back and said, wait a minute, things things don't really make sense here. And they've done the same thing to Megan. So even though he acknowledges, hey, my memory's not the best right now, that my memory isn't the best when going back to these traumatic points in my life, he's still been brandished a liar. And once you have that title, especially with a public figure, It's really hard to come back from. And if you want to try to get, if you want to try to have this reconciliation, both with the family and possibly publicly, you have this title now. It's going to, it's going to be really hard for you to come back from that. Additionally, Harry, he's talked about the monarchy and what it means and his opinions on it and so on and so forth, where he... It's this weird, he gave a weird non-answer answer where he respects the institution of the monarchy, but also has his own feelings about it. Does he He likes it, he understands it, but also understands other people's opinions about it. So he at least tries to be self-aware. But again, you're now letting political opinions know, which is one of the things, which is, which is a segue, where the royal family is really in- interesting. The royal family is inherently political, knowing that... The king is the head of state. He is the head of government. Working royals specifically spend a lot of time highlighting charities that the government really likes and supports. You know where the princess of Wales is really big into early childhood development. The queen is really big into uh, getting support for sexual assault victims. There's all these things with you know the homeless. So there, there's things that they do to highlight charities. But they're there to highlight it, give it awareness, and then people ultimately will then donate to it or do what they need to do. The royal family is inherently political, meeting with ambassadors, other MPs, other politicians, having these things that's sort of like a diplomat at times. But one thing they can't do is be partisan. They cannot declare a side, and that's something I've talked about in a previous episode about how good of a king will Charles be, where he declared a side. He was partisan. He sent letters to MPs. He wrote to MPs, granted about agriculture policy and global warming, but he still declared a side. Harry and Meghan have also now done the same thing. They have declared a side politically. Whether you agree with their side or not is a different story. They have still become partisan very few times and ultimately again that's another thing where people are upset about you as a royal you can't do that so he's going very so let's kind of put we've talked about a few points let's begin to put things in 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 order here He's going against the family mantra, which is never complain, never explain, don't be vulnerable in public as a way to strong arm to get them to talk. You don't like that I talk about this. You're not going to validate me. Okay, I'm going to keep talking about it. And these are the experiences I'm going to keep talking about that don't make you look good. But the public really isn't resonating with it, specifically the public over in the UK. They weren't really excited about his book. They were saying somebody made the joke of using them as firewood, but ultimately you're still buying his book. They have acknowledged, hey, they don't like his behavior. They don't like that he's being so public about the royal family, especially in this really vulnerable time as we're getting ready for the coronation. He has openly, they have at times declared aside, um, and become partisan, which is something that they cannot do as royals. So the public over in the UK really doesn't like them. Harry's being very vulnerable in the media, But the media uses them to sell stories to feed the narrative, this negative narrative, to keep the public off their side. In his interview with Anderson Cooper, Prince Harry even said that he would like like to do a reconciliation at some point. He would really hope for that. But one thing is that reconciliation is a two-way street. Both parties have to want it in order for actual true progress to be made. And right now, in my opinion, Prince Harry is going about this the wrong way he's being so vulnerable going so against what the world he's rebelling now which again is he's allowed to do that it's his life he is his own person but there's you know the fear of consequence you, you can do what you want but there are going to be consequences to your actions and right now, it seems in trying to strong-arm to get them to listen to him, he's only distancing himself further. Because if the royal family is anything like my family, if you try to force something that people aren't really going to like, it, it, it's not going to go well. It's not going to go well. It's only going to make things worse. And of course, with, with the reconciliation, you have to be the, another vulnerable party and admit at times where you were wrong. And a lot of pe- people have come out in criticism about Spare, where at times it feels a little hollow, where, yes, you're talking about this argument you've had with, with 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 William and how he tried to get physical with you and these arguments you've had with other family members and these decisions, and you're showing you know how they behaved to you, but a fire just doesn't start out of nowhere. What did you do in this conflict? And that's one of the things in the book where it doesn't seem like he acknowledges where he also could have sparked things his own behavior at times. There was enough where he talks about certain fights like, okay, William came at you out of 10, but it's, what did you, you know, there's three parts to every story, their side, your side, and the truth. We're hearing your side right now, but you're not really, you know, acknowledging some faults in your behavior. One of the biggest things about a memoir is to be that vulnerable. Go back in these really big discussions and these arguments and these really low points in your life and reflect on your behavior. And, the common criticism is that he didn't. People feel he didn't do that enough. He paints William really poorly. He paints Charles really poorly. Okay, if that's that's your truth was, but let's kind of go a level deeper here. Where were you in the fault? And uh, that didn't happen. And people really didn't like that. You know, he acknowledged that. You know, he really didn't do much prep for being a working royal. He certainly didn't set Meghan up for success when he. She went to go hug Prince William and that's not something that's, you don't, (laughs) British people really aren't huggers as much as we are over here in America. That's a different culture clash. So in terms of a reconciliation, in terms going forward, what do I think would be the best course of action? Granted, my opinion, what do I think will happen? I have a feeling Harry's going to start to get really quiet. We're going to get through the coronation. That's going to happen. I have a feeling there will be some form of imitation on the side of the king as a way to, again, try to do reconciliation, but it'll be more of a public display. A lot of things won't happen internally because of how monumentous the coronation will be and how at that point, you know, everybody needs to be on. It's not something that, you know, you can really spend time having these really big, deep conversations about. But I have a feeling Harry's going to get quiet for a while they're going to continue their work in montecito entrepreneurs philanthropists keep doing what they do raising their family being happy whatnot wish them nothing but the best and we really won't see reconciliation for a few years as we bring things to a close today prince harry what's he doing what is he doing How is this going to be going forward? I personally, it's only going to get worse before it gets better. There's going to be something very big in public and then everybody's going to get quiet and then years will pass before things really begin to rebuild. But it's it's, it's not going to be fun for him or any of the royals across the pond. But that's just my opinion. I think Harry's going about this all the wrong way. If he wants to talk about his truth and his story, by all means, go for it. I can't tell you what to do, but... What I can do is share some of my insight, and I just don't think this is going how he had planned. He's not winning really the public back over. He's certainly not winning his family back over, but he's only giving the media more of what they want to continue pumping a negative narrative. And, of course, the the House of Windsor doesn't have to sell anything to the media in terms for positive PR, because Harry's, again, he's giving the media what they want. Which... Will he ever learn this point? I don't think so. But again, that is just my, my opinion over here at the podcast. Let me know down below if you have similar feelings. And as, of, as always, sources are down in the show notes as well as links to other social media. And have a great rest of your day, everybody. Stay safe, and I will see you in the next one.